Hello world, hope you're doing well out there. I had another conversation with my good friend Mike Price. I've been meaning to record a podcast with him for a while because really the whole podcasting thing kind of started with him. I mean, we've recorded a bunch of conversations. We used to do that back when we lived together in Santa Barbara and uh, just never got the chance to get together. But we recorded a conversation in my backyard the other day. So excuse the noise because it was the morning and lots of nature going on. But um, I think it was a cool conversation. He's always been one of my favorite people to talk to. I feel like we can talk about anything and it's kind of evident in this conversation because we kind of go all over the place. Um, A lot of the podcasts have been kind of interview based and this one was really more of a conversation. We just go back and forth and... um, Yeah, make sure to check out Mike Price's uh, music. He's a very talented musician. Look him up on Spotify and SoundCloud. Uh, And I hope you enjoy this conversation with my good friend, Mike Price. Sorry that took so long. That was bullshit. I mean, if you want this to be a professional podcast, like you need to have like, you know, your shit together. Like, you're lucky because I'm, like, your friend and stuff, but if you have, like, somebody that you don't know as well and this shit happens, like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just yeah, unacceptable. I get, it. I get it. Practice makes perfect. Getting all the kinks out on you, you know? Yeah. So, when I have some uh, real guests who matter, hopefully I'll have my shit together. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think about the state of the world? Bad. Bad, not good. (laughs) Bad, bad, not good? Yeah. That's pretty much all I have to say about that. But, nah, I think, uh, I don't even know what to think. I don't even, I don't know. I haven't done enough research to even, like, have that much of an opinion about shit. Do you think that, like, how you feel right now is attributed mostly to the the way the world is or because of where you're at in your life well the way the world is has imposed on my way of life like i wonder if if i was this age and there was and it was felt more normal if i would still have some of the feelings that i have yeah i think so but like it's just been like doubled it's been like accentuated yeah it sucks yeah because like you might feel like um, you don't know what you're doing or like you're trying to find something like you're trying to find your your path or whatever but like you're probably at least still working like we were both working before this hmm I mean well what do you what do you mean by the way that you're feeling I mean I've never really felt too good about where I'm at in my life based on what <laughs> where I want to be you know like uh, I've always feel like I'm uh, catching yeah. up yeah yeah you know? Like, if I if I asked younger me, what are you going to do, be doing when you're 23? I don't think it would be this. <laughs> <laughs> it would probably be some shit that I'll never achieve in my life, you know? And you thought you'd already be there by 23? Probably, if you asked me when I was 12 yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, things get more serious when you get older. But it also just, I don't know. I just don't have a lot of hope for, like, the future just kind of makes me sad (laughs) like you don't have any hope for the future at all no i do (laughs) 
I don't have a lot of hope. Well, no, well, okay, a <laughs> lot of hope for like your future, or, like the future of the world, or the... of the world. But I think my future's tied to that too. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just overreacting and being a weenie. <laughs> but it just just seems like uh, not everything is possible anymore. Maybe. Like what? Like what was possible before that's not anymore? Like whatever you want to pursue and do. Like, I mean, there's so much, you know, there's there's a lot of things that don't exist right now. Like entertainment, live entertainment and stuff like that. And um, mm. businesses and stuff. And I know that stuff will come back eventually maybe. But I also think maybe it won't. Or maybe it will and then it'll go away again. It just never thought about any of this going yeah, away impermanence of, yeah yeah and now i just have more uncertainty about everything like yeah if you try to carve a path or head in a certain direction like i used to think that you can get there as long as you make it happen or whatever yeah but now I'm, and it's and it's not just uh coronavirus it could be an earthquake or a tsunami or whatever Mm-hmm. It just it's it's yeah it's just more my my inner thinking of there's less certainty in anything you do. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a good realization to have. I guess yeah. No matter because like that could come out in like a lot of ways. You know, like if you are like pursuing anything and like you develop like a health issue or something or like just some unexpected shit happens that you never even think about then it's like the same internal conflict that comes up. Mm-hmm. You know, you still have the same like thought process. Yeah, that's a good point. Or maybe when people's like parents die or something crazy happens, they're just like, it just makes you more, I guess, practical with life or like, yeah, like think about it more realistically. Yeah, you're like disillusioned. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I I think I'm just naturally just kind of, like, nostalgic about the time when I was, like, a kid and I didn't think about most of the shit that was going on, you know? And I was just not realistic, and I was just not thinking too much about the future or whatever. I miss that. Yeah, me too. But I think it's, uh, it's easy to think about the future right now because, like, there's no there's nothing going on in the present. Like there's nothing, there's no engagement or like stimulation. Uh-huh. So like you're forced to either like think in the past or think in the future, mm-hmm. which like makes you neurotic and shit. But yeah, I feel the same way. Like, cause the only, I don't know. The only thing to really think about is like memories that are like pleasant. Cause right now is not really the best for most people. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, I was thinking about, like, kids now. Like, I wonder if that feeling that I had when I was a kid of, like, carelessness. Mm. I, I wonder if they still have that the same way I did. Yeah. Because I would think that they wouldn't, and this would be really hard for, like, a third grader. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Yeah. I don't know. Or even without um the coronavirus, like, even just, like, the political times feels different than when we were kids you know like I remember being in like elementary school and it was like um John Kerry versus George Bush Mm -hmm. and I remember certain kids say like oh we want John Kerry we want George Bush based on what their parents said or whatever 
Really? I don't remember that. Yeah. Well, that was probably 2004, so I was probably like seven or something. Uh-huh. And I didn't know shit, but you like... So I remember there being like Democrats and Republicans and that being a difference, but it 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 just seems very... It seems way more extreme now. And I, and I bet way more kids, little kids are aware of Trump and like... Yeah. Like, I just feel like it's more real for little kids growing up now. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's one thing that that I share the same feeling about the like lack of hope for the future for kids right now. I would hate to be a kid right now. I think their minds are just getting fucked like from through and through with like everything. Like even before coronavirus, but mm-hmm. like especially now. Like I just yeah, I just think the faster that like technology evolves and like it's not evolving with like our management of it like our knowledge of how to like utilize it in the best way mm-hmm. especially with kids like yeah. tiktok all of that shit they all have ipads like little little three-year-olds and shit <laughs> yeah dude it's it's moving way too fast because i mean back in the day people would invent stuff and it's like you sit with that for a while it seems like you know you invent a shovel you still got the <laughs> shovel for like many years at a time you know yeah before you make the you know power shovel or whatever the fuck yeah but it's like shit just before you can even grasp it it's on to the next yeah one. exactly and your brain our brains can't evolve like i think the technology is like has shot past our our brains yeah and we're like working with technology that maybe we should have a thousand years from now our brains would get there or something right dude i don't even know if i would want to have kids anymore I mean, I kind of do, and I kind of always have, but in the, like, recent times is the first time when I'm like, I mean, having a kid right now seems like it would suck. Yeah. So what makes me think 10 years from now, when I probably would have a kid, it's probably going to suck even more. And so then that kid's going to be my age, like, 30 years from now. And what the fuck is the world going to be like that? Yeah, I know. I I don't know. (laughs) That's some scary shit to roll the dice on. I mean that that's how I've always thought is like uh, there's just so much so many problems with the world and like like who knows how it'll progress so to bring a kid I don't know it's, it's questionable it's iffy but then in the last few years I've I've been more like open to it I guess the idea like before I think I thought that I, I would just never have a kid I was like fuck that I don't want to do it I think I got more open to it in the last few years like the idea of it but I still have a lot of doubts about it. It just, a lot of it seems shitty. Dude, what's scary to me is like, I mean, I used to think that if you're like a good parent and you parent your kids right, then, you know, it's pretty pretty sure that they won't um, end up being a fuckhead. But as time goes on, I'm kind of thinking like, man, how much control do you have of like the way your kid... And it seems like with, with the, the more technology improves that you have less control of it's like about you know what information your kid gets like when your kid has an ipad and shit like they have access to so much more information that you're not directly controlling yeah before the internet you could pretty much it it would take a lot for your kid to get some sketchy shit into his brain i mean maybe he could at school meeting some kid or something yeah but what you got to go to the library or go look up some demonic shit somewhere like where do you get that you know but now it's just it's right there 
is in the house. The yeah. darkest, scariest shit is in everybody's house. That's true. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean about, like, management. Like, if you have a kid and you have technology, like an iPad or an iPod phone or whatever, like, like I wish I had fucking, like, restrictions as a kid. Mm. Yeah, it's just like what we just said. Like, you, the technology is, like, getting so advanced that people don't even know, like, what it is or how to deal with it. And then, like, their kids get a hold of it and it can just fuck them up. Mm. And you know what's scary to me is, like, if you look at adults, you know, like our parents' age and stuff, it's like there's a ton of people who didn't grow up with this technology who are addicted to it yeah. right now, you know? Yeah. On Facebook and Instagram. Like, you know, they didn't have it for the first four years of their life, mm-hmm. and then they're given to it, and then it's over. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, it's like a fast addiction. Yeah. It's wild. Because you hear a lot of adults try to say that, you know, they, they're like, oh, people used to talk more and do this and that or whatever. But most of them buy straight into it, too. Yeah. Because I think about that, like, okay, then you restrict your kids from doing certain stuff, you know. You go live out in the woods or something. And, and then it's like, what are you raising them, like Amish or something? Like, obviously not all the way that, but yeah. like... If it's so far from the norm or whatever, if, like, all their friends have VR headsets on 24-7 or whatever, and then your kid is, like, way different from them, it's, like, even if you're parenting them in a better way, they, you know, kids like that rebel, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's scary, too. Even if you try to do it a better way, it's, like... Like, I think the best way to go about it is, uh, like, realizing that you can't control how your kid turns out but you can like do your best to influence it like Mm. i think that's something hard for me to accept sometimes too is like giving up control like that seems scary as fuck to me to like when you have a baby or something that it seems like you're in control of everything but one day they're just off on their own and they're just running yeah there's not going to be like one technique like one parenting technique or way to raise them that will like guarantee positive results because it's like an individual thing for kids and how they turn out but like I think the best thing that you can do to make them the most like functional person in society is to teach them to think through their decisions like for themselves so Mm. like recognizing that you can't control them but like add more fuel to that by being like all right well when I do raise them then I'm gonna make sure that like they're thinking for themselves and have that like critical thinking ability yeah i don't think i'm ready man not right now uh, fuck no neither oh <laughs> uh, shit can you imagine dude i don't think anybody that's under like 25 should have a kid that's my honest opinion at least like i mean honestly like late 20s is probably the earliest you should have a kid dude it's wild that like it used to be a normal age right now that we would have a kid yeah maybe maybe working on our second kid right now yeah that's true. Like when? I don't know. Sometime. Sometime. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. In the 50s, when did people have kids? 20 something. I don't know. My grandma had my mom when she was 20. But um, I think it depends where you are, too. I think people still have younger kids in like poorer areas or maybe rural areas. Yeah, for sure. Like, my thought is that, like, as the human lifespan kind of gets more, like, longer and more sustainable, that, like, that's why people can have kids later but in our genes 
biologically like we're equipped to have a kid as soon as we go through puberty Hmm. so do you think that they did that like back in the caveman days oh yeah for sure so you just have a kid when you're like 14 13 yeah i mean i think i mean it's fucked up but like but i guess it wasn't fucked up because back then it was like you know everyone's caveman and like (laughs) (laughs) like uh we're all cavemen out here (laughs) no but you know like like what when does a deer have a kid when it's three or something you know yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's true. When when you're a caveman, right? <laughs> yes. How much how much development do you need to go on? Like your day is what? You hunt or get berries or like you're doing the same shit when you're 10 probably as to when you're 20, you know? Mm-hmm. Like what skills do you need to nav you don't need to navigate a social environment or you know, it's just like you're doing the same shit your whole life, pretty much. You're, like, much closer to an animal, so it's, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, how could you not be ready? You got your whole tribe and whatever, it's, like... Yeah, because you're just dealing with, like, the forces of nature. Like, yeah. like you said, you're just, like, an animal, basically. Yeah. But when, when you have, like, complex society and modern stress and stuff to deal with, it's... Yeah. And, and we have, like, more kind of set stages of life. You know, when you're a little kid you do this kind of thing and you go to school and then you go to high school and college and then you get a job and you're doing different shit and it's like what is that what does that mean if somebody today was 14 and had a kid that's probably much more of a hindrance on their life than it was when you were a caveman yeah because it's like you're like okay now you have to take care of this kid you can't maybe go to college or like Mm -hmm. develop to your fullest potential yeah but if you were a caveman you're already just being born is your fullest potential you know right you're like what are you gonna do this is what you're supposed to do so just keep having babies so we can go and beat up those other cavemen one day yeah i don't know plus you're probably just so much more just uh relying on your natural instincts you know because now the way we live is like a lot of our lives is just suppressing that natural animalistic behaviors that's deep down you know yeah like if you didn't teach a 14 year old to not have sex or something like that naturally they want to do that that's the way your body chemistry works yeah i mean that's like i don't know i mean that's the interesting situation that humans are in we're like animals but striving to be more civilized beings that's like the root of all like human dilemmas a lot like i don't know like you do things that you like consciously know that are bad for you like people fall into like addiction and like alcoholism and Mm. stuff it's all just like these biological or like psychological forces that we don't even like aren't even like aware of yeah that just throw themselves around within us and it's like (laughs) life is like trying to figure out how to manage that shit to like actually be what you want to be yeah it's like we're all like monkeys trying to like put a suit on and be yeah, yeah. Go into the, like, human society, you know? I, I mean, it's crazy to me that, like, that uh, we can even, like, function like that. I mean, to think, like, you don't have to pee, like, every 10 minutes or something. Like, if that were the case, biologically, then, like, we wouldn't be able to have the society that we do. <laughs> like, just something as simple as that. Well, or maybe we would just invent something, right? Yeah, I'm sure. If we still had, the, yeah, the same brain capacity. But, yeah, all of these, like... 
like we set up all these systems like toilets and shit just to make us seem less like animals yeah than we really are yeah. you know and buildings and stuff it's like yeah i have some insight from a psychological perspective that i'm trying to work out in my own brain i don't know that much about it but i know that freud said that like basically like all of our higher behaviors he had like a very like pessimistic worldview i feel like where he thought that everything we do is basically just like instinctive or reactive or like suppressive in some sort so like even anything that seems like a higher good that we do um is actually just out of like animal instinct basically but that's like sublimated into like some higher behavior but it's actually just still like at the root of it our animal instinct and then i was reading maslow and he said that i mean his theories that in human nature itself like is um towards like the highest growth like the highest form of self-actualization and so it's like almost the opposite like our actual natural instinct is towards like that growth and like that highest behavior and like those higher values hmm. i don't know that's basically the gist of it but wait I, so don't those go together why freud was saying that our natural that everything we do is based on our natural instinct right yeah and maslow's saying that our natural instinct is to be yeah but they disagreed about what the natural instinct is oh, I, I think. See. like freud thought like from what i gathered he basically had the idea that like we still are animals mm -hmm. and like any concept of civilization of being civilized that we've like tried to project is just like false basically and um just like a, a reaction from our own higher state of consciousness like it, it, so yeah they kind of oppose each other mm -hmm. but i mean i think it's like a probably like a lot of philosophers and thinkers have thought about that throughout time like what the human essence is mm -hmm. so it seems like freud is saying that that we're like animals right and we have that same yeah animalistic wants and needs or whatever and it just went so extreme that it got us to this point basically but maslow is saying that we differ from animals in our yeah way that i think that's... we want to but i i would wonder if there's some of that within animals eh, yeah. maybe not i don't know i don't yeah that's a that's an interesting like like to me i put them to that together kind of but i get that maybe they don't put what together both of those theories like i kind of agree with both i mean i'm sure yeah 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 but i do think that yeah probably probably for sure I, I would think you can track everything that we do back to like animalistic behaviors i think it's 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 whether you like think about it as all right like i have this animalistic like instinct and you view it as that you're you have to constantly repress it and just deal with it in that way like is it is it like a burden and something that you just kind of have to like avoid or is it i think the positive way to view it is that like it's something that you can use to, you can like transmute it or like transfer it to like a higher good hmm. do you think we would be happier if we just because it seems like developing technology and all this stuff is it should be to make us better off and happier right yeah i think that's the idea. but do you think it does that really no yeah me neither well, I think there's, like, two sides to the argument because 
like there's so much that we take for granted that like is objectively like better you know to like um the living circumstance of like a first world country where we have like access to like clean water and we can mm-hmm. you know just easily get food and live in clean environments and stuff is like objectively better than living in a third world country but like that doesn't like our happiness baseline just like adjusts to like mm-hmm. our environment like where so then you just start taking things for granted like i think that's human nature also why do you think we were picked as the animal that went like this you know all the other animals they just stayed in their pocket and we had to get crazy i was gonna say something earlier about i forget about like religion or something how like you can see humans as like the chosen species or something like that yeah we're number one yeah i guess we got the gold medal do you think religion made us like develop shit or the fact the idea of having a god does that make society produce things in a different way i mean i think that's what it kind of comes down to is like i don't know if it's a matter of literally like how you view the world because i mean i think it is i think like like what you believe in and especially like collectively like what we believe in like highly determines like what the outcome will be Mm -hmm. in like society or what we're like capable of so if people saw like human nature as like the Freudian way of kind of like in a atheistic perspective, I think there would be a lot less development. Like, like we wouldn't, I don't know, have the society that we do today. Hmm. If literally like that was taught to people the way that like religion was hmm. because religion does have that component that like, I mean, it's supposed to have that component like in its purest like essence that human nature is is good and um you know working towards like the the highest good mm-hmm. and so that like that belief kind of like fuels potential i mean there's a lot of shit that gets like constricted in the way of that with like the way that religion's taught and everything but well it's interesting to me to think that like i mean it seems like maybe religion helps like athletes achieve things or something like that but i'm thinking about like the world is probably I mean it is becoming less religious you know more secular Mm -hmm. at least when I think about probably uh, Silicon Valley there's a lot of like technology improvement right yeah and there's probably not a lot of religion right does that mean anything that's a good question or why are people doing shit why are people what's the motivation to well, what's the motivation from, like, a religious perspective to develop technology or advancement? I don't know. I don't know if I think there is. I mean, because I would kind of think that uh, if I was religious, I'd be like, it's in God's hands. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't do anything crazy. Yeah. Or I would just work within the world that already exists. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, God created this world that I'm on. Yeah. And I can navigate this world. But I wouldn't think to, like, expand the world. Dude, I literally, yeah, I literally had that thought when um, I heard about, when I first heard about, like, Elon Musk and, like, SpaceX and trying to get to Mars. It's, like, a philosophical, like, issue almost that, like, are humans even, like, should we even do this, like, morally or whatever? Like, mm. like should we try to leave our planet that we were, like, put on? Like, are we here for a reason? Like, yeah. you know, like, are we supposed to stay here? like just because we have the capability to do something or like to build that technology like should we type of thing and i think i think that's something that is like talked about a lot in 
from religious people and like science where they like differ well it seems like to be someone like elon musk you have to kind of like think of yourself as a god or something you kind of are like playing yeah the role of god like expanding into a different planet and shit it's like there could be a whole new religion based based off of that one day yeah i know it's crazy because like well i was listening to Elon Musk on the on the Joe Rogan podcast, the most recent one. Fuck that podcast, dude. <laughs> That's the competition. Uh, sorry, sorry for. Um, I'm gonna bleep. I'm gonna bleep his name okay. out. Okay. <laughs> but it was it was so I don't know. He's such an interesting guy because like, like I think he's re- really humble. You know, like he's not egotistical at all, and he doesn't seem like he's he he's not using his um like power for like personal gain, but like for he has like society in mind you know and he talks in such like a practical way about like really big advancements you yeah know? He, he's very like grounded i don't know just got me thinking like how he must think about how he must see the world like because he just talks about stuff like yeah we'll do that like like he is like sort of this higher like puppet master that can just like fucking throw advancements onto society like it's nothing but I don't, I don't think it's from, like I said, like an egotistical way. I think it's just the way he views the world. Like it's his to, like nature was given to us or like the world. And then like we can make improvements on it, mm-hmm. I guess. That's kind of the mentality that I feel like you have to have in order to uh, do that type of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I still maybe struggle with the motivation a little bit unless there's some sort of higher power or in case or unless you care about your legacy or something like that what would that motivation be from his perspective like he wants to take humanity to mars because he thinks that i don't know there's more opportunity or like problems can be solved Mm -hmm. i mean i guess it goes back to if you think that we're just like selfish beings that care about our own like at the root, yeah. or like animals or not. So yeah, so you think that any um, anybody trying to dedicate themselves to a higher cause is actually self-motivated? I don't know. It's kind of tricky because helping the world makes you feel good. So <clears throat> yeah, they're kind of tied together. They are. If helping the world didn't feel good, I don't know. It's hmm. it's hard to separate it. It all kind of goes together because, you know, like, I think there's a part of him that goes to bed that feels good that he is Elon Musk who, you know, he made Tesla for people. And even if it's not like the way that people view him, but just like, dang, I made people, you know, like feeding the homeless or something. It yeah. Like makes you happier. Yeah. And so I don't think that's a bad thing, but I think it still does rely on yourself kind of. Yeah. That's maybe a good example of what I was trying to come up with an example with earlier. There's that natural animal instinct or whatever you want to call it. Like, do you use that for a higher cause or not? You know what I mean? Because he kind of like, mm. because maybe you could make the argument that like all of our desires are basically like selfish and even like so-called philanthropic pursuits or whatever are also selfish because you just want to feel good about yourself Uh and but even if that's the case like using it in that way is better than fucking like just trying to make as much money as you can and you know project an image of success for yourself by like a car and a house and shit like that's using that in a more like a straight up egotistical way 
whereas that's at least even if it is at the root and egotistical cause it's like still using it in a good way yeah it's like the highest form of being selfish yeah or something like yeah that. and it's like a more it's like a a long-term fulfilling thing you know rather than like trying to do you know something selfishly for like instant gratification you know like trying to get a, a quick fix that makes you feel good yeah an instant pleasure right doesn't hurt anyone i guess yeah i mean that's how i feel about anybody that like tries to critique basically anybody that's you know at the higher that has like some status you know like mm-hmm. celeb- not not necessarily celebrity but like people like elon musk that are like known in the world and contributing in some way it's like what right do you have to criticize them if like because all of his resources and energy are going to like his feeling like his vision of Mm -hmm. at least trying to help like what are you doing you know like to yeah there's just so much like destructive behavior i think that's normalized that could be otherwise used for like potential well what do people critique elon musk for i like you just hear it all the time like haven't you heard people like yeah i've done talk shit i've talked shit about it yeah, and it's, like, I mean, it's it's common when people are, like, up in the spotlight. You can just, like, criticize them, and they seem, like, larger than life. And, you know, you can yeah. just, like, nitpick at, at all of their actions and motives and everything. Yeah, it's it's hard to view them as a real person. But, yeah, it's like, he's a real fucking person. Like, that is just, like, anybody else. But he just chose to, like, do all this cool shit. Yeah. I, that, I mean, that's the way that I view it. It's so hard for us to, like think of people as real people which is sad but (laughs) not a lot of people say shit to people's face you know yeah yeah that's that's a fact it's it's interesting like how many people have walked up to elon musk and like cussed him out or yeah said some shit that they would say on a tweet that is true yeah i mean i guess seeing somebody in person like does like humanize them you know like Mm -hmm. you you start to see them in that in that light Mm -hmm. and i mean even with like just anybody that somebody that you know personally yeah if you like talk shit in behind their back or something and then you see them and you feel really bad or something you know like you you start you have a (laughs) you see them in in real life and you're like oh man like this is a nice guy like yeah i shouldn't yeah i don't know you just build up this like image of people in in your head that kind of gets distorted or yeah well, and I think there's a difference, like, I'll, I'll talk shit about celebrities just in general, just because maybe it's fun, or it's like, you think of it like it's a TV show or something, like, you don't think of it as real. And I think that's fine when you're talking with your friends or something like that, and just be like, man, why did Elon Musk do this, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's different when you put it on a public forum, and I think people sometimes think about Twitter as being like, they're just sending this out to their friends yeah or something like that yeah but it's not yeah people treat it like that and then once elon musk responds then it occurs to them like oh shit i didn't just say this to my group of friends i said this to his face (laughs) right you know yeah yeah and then it switches you to that and you're like shit but that's the way people should view social media is like whatever photo or whatever shit you're saying is like you put that on a billboard or you're wearing that on your shirt walking yeah. around town. Yeah. Or whatever person you're tweeting at, you knock on their door and say that to their face. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like going back to the technology problem. It's, mm. It has like advanced 
uh, and it's just like how do you deal with that form of, of communication like we, we've never been able to to do that yeah. in human history yeah i don't think it's it's good for us there's so many things that like we like hack the system and like are able to do things that we're not supposed to be able to do i think and it's almost like we're like teleporting or something yeah or like we're just doing things that that our brains aren't ready for even like like our i don't know what i heard or something but i was thinking the other day about how you can see yourself so much more often than you're supposed to be able to i think like if you think about before all this technology and mirrors and stuff maybe you saw your reflection just if you looked in water i guess right yeah i guess but we see it way more than that like we have photos of ourselves yeah. we have our phone we take cameras selfies yeah, that's crazy. you see yourself every day in the mirror it's crazy it's not supposed to be like that that's interesting i was reading something like that yesterday just like a little thing that i saw but basically like the idea was that everybody's i don't know like trying to find like some some answer in some way and they think that's through like focusing on themselves you know like trying to um improve themselves or like find their purpose or whatever even like going to therapy it's all like focused on yourself oh, yeah. but the real solution is like to to focus on not yourself you know focus on the world like mm. i think that's an interesting idea i mean you could even like you said like it's almost as if we were designed like that mm. like you you see out of your eyes you can't see yourself you can only see the world you can only see what's in front of you like yeah yeah it's an interesting thought yeah i think for sure i mean i i forget about it but i need to remind myself that i need to help others more because that's when i feel my best is when i help somebody out you know yeah yeah but it's hard i don't know it's hard to to even i don't know maybe feel like you can do that sometimes or or how to go about it and sometimes you feel like you just live in a world where everyone's just concerned about themselves or you got to worry about yourself because no one else is going to worry about you or some shit yeah. like that. <laughs> but yeah, I got to, I got to help some people out. Yeah, me too. Dude, even when I like, if I call up somebody that I haven't talked to in a while or something, just have a long conversation and just feel like it's good for me too. And I'm calling up because I want to, but also part of it is like, checking in with someone asking how they're doing yeah trying to see what they're going through yeah maybe help them work through something they're going through that feels good yeah i agree and i've always thought that i don't know if this is a way to think or not but like motivation to like succeed in life or get wealthy or achieve things is like so i can make the people around me achieve their dreams like I always I always like daydream about like it would be nice if I was super rich and I could just like all of my friends and family members whatever they wanted to do just like help them do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think part of that has ego in it of like them maybe thinking like like I'm the one who helped them, you know? Like now they're going to look at me. Probably, oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean I th I think that goes back to like the elon musk type of thing like yeah it's like the yin and yang like the selfishness and like contribution i guess like there's a little bit of each in both mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it, you're not gonna have one without the other to kind of intertwine yeah okay so you, you have like the realization like okay i should like contribute to the world like that's that's the best way to go about things 
mm-hmm. but it's then it's like well what way you can justify like contribution in a lot of ways i think mm. but i think it's about again going like it kind of goes back to yourself because it's like what are my unique like abilities or, or talents or whatever that can like in a personalized way like i can contribute the best because like yeah you could go to like a soup kitchen or like um volunteer and like those are good things to do but like is that your highest form of like contribution like is that all that you have to offer or, like mm. you know it's, it's like what way are you going to go about doing that and i think there's a lot of um ways that you can kind of frame that hmm yeah i don't know i'm just trying to think like what if there was something that you know would the best thing to do be become a doctor or something like that or what would i do if i was really concerned about all of humanity making it better what steps should i take right right Right. i'll probably aim for a different career or something but that seems so shitty to people no for me like if i wanted to be a doctor oh i feel like i would hate my life Oh, but maybe it would be feel good just knowing that I'm doing this for other people. <laughs> well, that no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know. I feel like there's two there's two divergences of this. Like, all right. Well, on one on one hand, like I think that each person kind of has their own like natural skill sets and talents. And like, if you're not apt to be like a doctor naturally, more like it's just not your type of brain. Like you you're more artistically inclined or whatever. Then that's just not the smart thing to do Mm. just try and force your way into that like you can still contribute but just not in like a scientific medical way and also i think it is individualized but then i do think that people can kind of justify the role that they're in already yeah by saying like oh well it's like you know the job i'm working at like indirectly you know contributes because like i'm working at this corporation and like this corporation does this but like i'm just a small piece of the puzzle but like really is that like your highest potential is that like all you can do uh-huh. uh, so that's that's what i mean about like the two different branches of that yeah like it's a never ending conversation <laughs> like <laughs> you know what i mean like oh we could talk about this for days but like do you like, want to talk about anything you're working on yeah i'm i'm working on this project called uh figuring my shit out <laughs> it's, it's not going too well yeah it's uh i'm working on some music i guess if you could even say that i've been mostly just focused on um survival you know like trying to make it out the hood and uh get myself fed and shit what usually like sparks you working on music or something like that or like because i feel like i go in and out of phases of like yeah that's a good question and i think that like i don't know i was thinking about it for me i feel like i can't um i think the best music for me comes like when it's not forced i I think that's the case for a lot of Mm -hmm. people everybody basically but like if i'm in a time in my life where there's a lot of like excitement going on a lot of momentum or positive things like in the in other areas then that can kind of like translate to music and i can like have just like a spark of like creative ideas and stuff to put out there but it's hard for me to like literally build the momentum off of like music itself or art in some way like I I think that for me it almost feels like art or music is like a byproduct of of life it's a, a reflection of kind of what's going on around me right now or but it's hard when it's like things are kind of just like at a dead stop to like get that momentum going or like be inspired creatively it's it's a lot more force it's a lot more like effort that needs to go into it yeah that makes sense is it like that for you or yeah i think i need to have some level of comfortability 
to lock into music to make time to even get into that yeah. headspace or routine yeah for sure and when there's just bigger things that i need to deal with it's hard for me to spend time doing that yeah but if i have a uh more defined schedule with like you know i work this time i'm living in this place then when i'm going throughout my day it, it leaves room for my head to be filled with like creative ideas whereas like right now most of my time most of my head is filled with worry about what's coming in the future mm-hmm. yeah and so once i get that figured out i'll have more room for creative yeah it's the, it's the hierarchy of needs yeah i guess that's it i mean yeah that's that's basically where i'm at it's like when i'm not uh, right now employed not making money mm-hmm and just trying to figure out like living situation and everything it's like art is not the priority it's not what's gonna occupy my mind most of the time and uh yeah i think i kind of had a realization that i'm not i'm not a true artist in that sense because if if art or music was like really like my number one like mission in life i think that would occupy my mind even in the times of insecurity Hmm. I don't know. That just seems like a signifier to me that it's more like uh, something like a hobby, you know? Huh. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. It's just something that I've been thinking about. Like, yeah, it's just hard to be there, and I think that takes like fearlessness, really. Yeah. But there are people who, like, I remember hearing an interview with Lil Nas X, and um, he was talking about making the. Uh, I forget the story. I'm butchering this, but. I think his like he was like living with his sister or something and she was going to kick him out in like a week or two and he didn't have any money or anything but he was just spending that time just making music and then he like made the old town road right before that happened or whatever mm. cuz he was just banking on like this has to work yeah and he was just making music yeah without an another option or something right, like that right 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 which is crazy there's some people that kind of do that because that is like their only option like or the only thing that they see it has like from a survival perspective yeah like like fuck i don't have any other like um anything else going for me like i I have to make this work yeah but then there's also like the the i think like there's the higher form of that which is like comes more from like self-knowledge i think Mm. you know like i i know that like making art or making music or whatever is like my highest priority like that's like my mission in life like that's the way that that's what i'm meant to do Mm. so i think yeah it can come from like both of those angles i think it can be hard when you have like people around you saying that there's so much so many other things you can do that you have other options or being reminded of that yeah aware of that yeah because if in a way it is easier like if you if you just have one fucking option then that's all you got. You have to make it work. Yeah, it's so hard for me because I just have too many options. I'm just so comfortable. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's such a first world problem, and it's yeah, like, it but it's it's like legitimate because uh, the more comfortable that you get, it's like where's the motivation coming from? Yeah, you lose that hunger. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I'm glad it's like that. It makes for better uh, stories and better outcomes. What do you mean? I mean, it's cool that, you know, a lot of times the people who achieve the most are the people who are, like, who need it the most or who are struggling the most and mm. they have all this yeah, 
that makes for a good story. Yeah. You got to go through some shit to come out on the other side. Right. Not always, but I don't know. It's cool. Oh, what I was going to say, though, is that you'll come out on the other side and then you'll have a lot of, uh, once you get to that spot and get back in creative mode, you'll be able to maybe make art based on this time or something or reflect mm. or. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, you definitely see it from a different perspective in hindsight. Shout out to Mike Price for helping with the music.